Welcome you all on Sports C. Let's talk sports. Today on Sports C, where we're going to talk about different sport, uh, we have an athlete with us who is uh, been India's Olympian in a category which has been very rare for India. He has been competing in multiple segments. Uh, he got qualified for the first time with 2008 Olympics in Beijing, setting up India's national record in 100 meters. We have today with us the Arjuna Awardee, Virudhavan Khade. Hi, Veer. Great Hi, to have you. Great to have you on Sports C. Let's talk sports. Yes, great to be here. Yes, and uh, it's really uh, a big, uh, yes, we get opportunity to talk to cricketers, footballers, badminton players, table tennis players. Unfortunately, a place in India, we don't get to speak to real achievers in swimming. And it is great to have you uh, here. Uh, you've been a wonder boy. For India swimming, youngest ever Olympian uh, from India to qualify for swimming round, winning the heat. Unfortunately, could not qualify for the semi final, but at least, at least you won the heat. You have set so many national records and the Arjuna Awardee. <laughs> so I can go on with your accolades uh, and whatever you have achieved, but we just want to know what Veer is. Okay. Well, I'm just I think a normal boy who. Uh... And a man now, and I just you know <laughs> fell in love with winning when I was when I was young. I didn't really have too much love for swimming as a sport uh, in the beginning, but you know I enjoyed uh, competing. I enjoyed uh, going for competitions, racing, and winning, and that's what kept me growing, and that's what uh, that's what made me who I am today. So I I think I developed uh, the love for uh, for swimming as a sport only after the Olympics. Before that, it was just you know about me going for a competition and wanting to win, and that's what I used to train for. And I think it worked out well because uh, you know it, it really drove me very hard. It made me work very very hard whenever you know I couldn't really win a gold medal or couldn't uh, get to the target that I wanted to get. So that's what drove me. You know my hatred for failure and my my love towards uh, winning. And I think that's what every athlete needs at the end of the day because you know you can train all you want, but if you if all your failures cannot drive you to work harder, you're not going to really improve and get to where you want to be. Very well put, too. Very well put, too. And uh, it's very uh, surprising to hear that you fell in love with swimming after the Olympics, and before that you were just doing for fun and yeah. still winning or setting up all the national records. So it's yeah, and yeah. so. Uh, what has that journey been? Because as now it's a different side. I, I have a different side that we get to hear that you fell in love with swimming uh, after being after qualifying for the as the youngest yeah. Indian swimmer. But how is the journey before before that? It's like okay, you going swimming, winning the medals, or hate to lose. But what is that journey been? Because I, I, if I'm not wrong, you grew up in Kolhapur, and then how was the yeah, whole yeah, whole whole environment of for swimming uh, as a sport? What kind of thing that you got? So it will be good to understand that because a lot of aspirants listening to this would love to get this that side of it yeah see i started swimming in 1995 when i was what four four and a half years old and back then uh, anything other than cricket you know didn't really get any recognition at all so uh, you know it was my father's decision to to get me started in an individual sport he was mm -hmm. a basketball player he'd seen the politics and you know the the bad side of a team event where even to to make a team you don't like it's not really necessary for you to perform well so if you had the right contacts and if you 
like people who could just make the team without trying very hard and uh, i think he didn't want that for me so like i started off with swimming just because he wanted me to and i okay. think any young kid doesn't really want to you know go um, let's say 3 4 hours every day and train because yeah. when you're 5 6 7 years old you know that's you just want to have fun and yes. uh, so i didn't really have that option my father was very strict and i just had to do what he told me to do so yeah i think i, I see i started swimming for him and then i started enjoying competing and i think that just because i have a very competitive nature naturally mm-hmm. and that's what helped me uh, you know going to training and putting in all the hard work because i never really enjoyed it because mm-hmm. i used to see all my school friends having a very relaxed very normal life and that's what i want <laughs> and i think if any kid is given a choice they'll just sit at home watch tv and eat food yes. like yes. most of them won't even go to school so i think it's it's the responsibility of a parent to to make it happen you know or i think all the young kids they might want to do something on their own but uh, they don't really have too much sense about what's right what's wrong what they actually right. want to do what needs to be done so i think it is important for a parent to be strict uh, not too strict <laughs> but uh, yeah i think all my success goes to my father because he's the one who got everything done like even right. though i didn't want to like i think i've told this to him at least 10 15 times that i want to stop swimming i don't want to do it anymore <laughs> so then yeah that was never an option for me so Excellent. that's how it got started from invitational competitions i went on to state and then i wanted more went on to nationals then international and uh, i going for the olympics never really uh, was my dream you know i kept hearing you know olympics olympics was on the gold gas wagere and that's <laughs> obviously uh, in the mind of all the coaches all the parents all the swimmers yes. and athletes so i thought okay i also want to go for the olympics but i didn't really know uh, what olympics are or you know how big of a deal it actually is and when i actually went there that's when you know i started feeling that i am special and you know i, I need to take this more seriously and that's when i really started enjoying swimming as a sport wow uh, it's it's a complete it's it's a it's a complete different story uh, yes we do, do get to hear about parents role in, uh, in 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 the early days which is very crucial yeah. uh, and uh, we understand that and uh, I, i think you said something which really stuck with me is like you started swimming for him and started enjoying swimming yeah. for yourself i think that's a that's yeah, a nice yeah. way to put it forward the whole journey uh, of uh, of last 20 25 years of you swimming so uh, yeah but i started enjoying swimming for myself after 13 years so i think that's something people need to understand that you know you need to be patient you need to put yes. in the hard work and be patient and and the results will come to you okay so little little different question if you get the similar opportunity with uh, as and when with with your kid or you you uh, you want to do it will you push yeah. it or you will leave it to them no no i'll definitely push them um, yeah i will push them <laughs> i don't know about what sport but uh, yeah. maybe it's badminton but yeah like sometimes i feel i want them to break my records and sometimes also feel i want them to get into a sport where you know they can really make a very good future for themselves and swimming as of now is not is not up there yeah perfect so uh i want to know well, okay the so first 13 years you were still swimming and then you started enjoying it you saw olympics uh, i'm sure there yeah. there you get to see people like uh, phelps sitting there and uh, yeah. Yeah. and getting those eight eight nine medals in one single olympic 
Yeah. But other than that, uh, yeah. what has been your, who has been your role model? What really was your driving factor? Uh, initially, uh, see, it was my father. Um, and uh, as a role, role model in swimming, it happened to be Phelps much later. So when I was young, I didn't really, you know, look up to anyone. I just wanted to go out there and beat everyone who swim. And ah, that's nice. how, you know, I became so fast. And I was, when, when I was 13, 14 years old, that's when I went for my first international. And, you know, I was swimming against the best swimmers in India. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> I didn't really look up to them as role models. I just wanted to beat them. And I wanted, I wanted to be faster than them. So, you know, the moment you start looking up to someone, you automatically, you know, start thinking you're below them. So, my first 14, 15 years of, of my life, I didn't really look up to anyone. I just wanted to compete against everyone and beat them. Wow. I, I, it's an amazing mentality. Amazing, uh, amazing attitude. I think it's a, and it's, it's very well, it's a very well said to be very honest. I've, I've been an athlete myself. I see, I see so many athletes around them and they always put somebody as a role model. But I think what you yeah. said, it really <clears throat> made, made a sense that, okay, you don't want to limit yourself by having a role model. Just be yourself and yeah. try and be the better version of yourself every day. I think that's the, yeah. that's an amazing think, way to put it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. An athlete, yeah. An athlete should uh, look at other athletes. Let's say if I'm a swimmer, I should maybe look at, let's say Michael Jordan or somebody like Roger Federer and look at their work ethic and maybe take inspiration from that. Yes. So I think that will work better because, you know, they are at the top of their sport and any sport being at the top definitely takes a lot of hard work takes a mm-hmm. lot of dedication and that's what you need at the end of the day. You know, you right. have the same kind of, let's say you have same two hands, two legs, all that, you know, makes the difference is hard work. That's yes. the only thing that makes a difference. Very well put, very well said. When, when you talk about swimming, uh, there are two types of swimming. One is a sprint level, which you are, you, you do it uh, for your company level, 50, 100, 200. And there's something called uh, open water or the long distance. What is the typical yeah. difference in yeah. both the types of swimming? There is a lot of difference. Um, see, firstly, swimming pool is a, is a very controlled environment. You don't have, really have to take it into account, the, let's say the temperature, the current, the waves. Mm-hmm. And uh, so every competition you swim, the circumstances are almost identical. So, right. you know, your result doesn't really depend on what's around you. So, in open water swimming, you definitely have to train much more because open water uh, competitions start at 10 kilometers. And my event lasts for 22 seconds, so which is the 15 yes. meter. And open water is more than two hours. So, yes. the workload is, is much more. Uh, the environment is, uh, like, you, you have no control over it. So, you can't really prepare for it uh, and can't really have a tailor made. So I think it, it's a very different sport. Both of both the sports are uh, tough and difficult in their own ways. But uh, see, I have special respect for open water swimmers. I know that I don't want to do it because like, I'm scared of the sea. I, like I want to see the end point of, you know, I need to start here and finish my race there. In open water, it's not like that. So the sea just goes on forever. So yeah. it's scary. And uh, Preparation physically and mentally is very, very different. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think in a place like India, it's much easier to train for, for a swimming pool event because right. uh, we have good swimming pools, but we don't really have good lakes or rivers where open water swimmers can train regularly. Right, right, right. Great. So, uh, okay, I just wanted to uh, come to this 
the sport that you are known for and what you have made mark for yourself and got the accolades for yourself and the country how does it feel to be the youngest ever indian swimming olympian and what was what is that feeling uh, it feels very good uh, like it honestly feels good because see i having started in a small city like kolhapur where uh, there weren't too many great swimmers before me and uh, so you know making the people in kolhapur realize that you know our people can swim as well so that mm-hmm. was really uh, and till date it is really a very proud moment for me and uh, like i know for a fact that because of me a lot of young kids get involved into sport and they did back then as well so it's the thing uh, i think indian parents need to realize is there is future in sport right now and there's definitely future in in swimming and only after we have more participation from kids will we be able to get a, a bigger talent pool for coaches to choose from so having said that uh, going to the olympics is, is the, i think the epitome of any sport so right. when i was a kid i dreamt of going to the olympics and winning a medal but mm-hmm. i think through the journey what happened is you know everything i was achieving it was in itself a milestone so i right. qualified for the olympics at the age of 16 i won medals at the commonwealth youth game i yes. was in the finals of the world youth championship so the thing is i started achieving things and i started getting satisfied too early mm-hmm. so if you are if you are swimming in the us they only have a lot of olympic medalists so you know the best thing you can do is win an olympic medal they don't really have to go through this phase phase where you know they're winning a medal uh, when they're too young or they're going for a world championship when when they're too young so the moment you start getting satisfied and the moment you start feeling that you know you're achieving something that's where mentally you stop pushing yourself that that much harder so when i was young and when i wanted to win at the senior nationals and so i just used to go crazy in training and i would uh, physically give everything i had in every training session so after that mm-hmm. you know every year the uh, the amount of hard work that i put in it kept getting lesser and lesser so today mm-hmm. what's happening in india is all the young kids they they aspire to go to the nationals and win a medal for them that's the highest uh, goal they have in their mind and once they achieve that they don't really want to work hard or they don't really want to train like they were training before so i think that's what um, you know took me to the olympics but mm-hmm. that's what also took me to the olympics and made sure i didn't win a medal because even though it was my goal i was already you know quite happy with what i had achieved so yes. i think the next generation will will have the the target in front of them to do better than me and i think they definitely will they definitely have the talent they have more resources right now and uh, they know that you know just going to the finals is not enough or winning a medal at the commonwealth youth games is not enough because i've already done that so the next step has to be making the semi final or the final of the olympic and then winning a medal and i do see that happening in the next 8 to 10 years wow Uh, that that's a that's a nice confidence booster for a lot of people and a lot of parents who wants to take this seriously yeah. just uh, while you are uh, giving me an answer you said something about the the new generation which is there has got talent and resources what yeah. if you are if you are 14 now uh yeah what is the resource and wh- what do you think that would have happened differently with the technology food diet everything what what do you think would have happened just imagining uh what do you think that you which you did not get then and it is uh, now available 
the recovery measures right now, we didn't really have any good physios back in 2005, 6, uh, and mm-hmm. 2007. Um, Funding wise, we had huge issues, and right now because mm-hmm. the top scheme and because uh, of Kelo yes. India, a lot of young athletes are getting in a like, good amount of money to to prepare for competition. Mm-hmm. So that definitely would have made a huge difference. I remember right. in two thousand six seven, I was living alone, and mm-hmm. my monthly rent used to be three thousand five hundred, including food, and my father used to send five thousand rupees per month. So imagine staying in Bangalore on five thousand rupees a month. So three thousand five hundred is gone in in my rent, and in the remaining 1500 i had to manage everything else so which was the swimming fees my supplements my food everything else wow. so it was close to impossible i obviously had to you know uh, sacrifice and adjust in a lot mm-hmm. of places where an athlete should not so looking back i really think you know there was a lot of scope and a lot of things could have been done differently and better to mm-hmm. make sure i was swimming faster than i was back then so that's too and um, I think the facilities we had back then were not good enough, as compared mm-hmm. to today. So these three things definitely would have made a big difference. But also on the other hand, we didn't have social media, so we right. didn't have any distractions at all. So <laughs> you know, even if I had those facilities today, uh, if those would have helped me, is is a big question mark because there are right. so many distractions today, and in the age of instant gratification, social media is a big distraction for a lot of young yeah. athletes. So. if i had not dealt like if i wouldn't have dealt with social media uh, today so i definitely will not get to my target oh if i you know get lost in social media and the instant gratification right. i will not you know work hard or i will not run behind uh, the goals that i want to achieve nice nice so i think it it, it there's a there's a subtle message for the for the athlete that okay you should know the limits and you should yeah. you should know your goals and what what is that you are known for so so focus on that i think it's a good message subtle message that you gave yes uh, and also in, in the whole process you also <laughs> made the parents happy uh, who who knows their kids are always on the phone or always on the tablet or doing something so i think you also yeah. made the parents yeah. happy with this yeah i think uh, yeah it, there is there is uh, there is also i think a mistake of the parents where you know when the parent wants to shut up their kid they just give them the phone in their hand and then the kid shuts yes. up playing the game or whatever so i think it starts from the parents yes i i have a bad habit uh, i i paid guilty for that i have done it for my kids <laughs> and uh, but luckily uh, i got them into sports uh, e- easily and they picked up probably uh, than me guiding them so it uh, the charge is guilty i know i know what you're talking about so so uh, yeah so uh, we uh, olympic is known for uh, not always about winning the medal but qualifying and also competing and completing the race that is what the whole the, the creed of olympic was always known for yeah. but as you rightly said that okay qualifying olympic you kind of became complacent somewhere and that did not help yeah. you uh, qualify for uh, even after winning the heat also uh, not qualifying because you became complacent yeah. somewhere other than that what does olympic means to you because see everybody has for any individual sport or anything which is not cricket or say kabaddi those kind of thing uh, everything has olympics as the ultimate thing what does olympic yeah, means yeah. to you uh i think it is the ultimate goal for any athlete being at the olympics being a part of something that is so big and the best athletes in the world from all sports are there the same in the same place yeah. so the people who grow up watching on tv like roger federer and then there's michael jordan and michael jordan there was kobe bryant 
in 2008 and uh, Rafael Nadal all the best footballers playing in Europe wow. so everyone is there at the olympics and when you qualify for it it means you are on the same level as all these other athletes who are superstars in their own game so it uh, so representing a country of 1.3 billion people on such a global level among mm-hmm. the best athletes in the world it i think it's a very very special feeling and yes. uh, every olympics um, from india so usually there are about 60 or 70 athletes who go across right. all sports and these are the real superheroes of your country who are right. you know going there working hard day and night to to represent india at such a global level and i think they definitely need more recognition if it was any other country if any other western country these people would definitely be much bigger stars than they yes. than they are in india so thankfully because of social media we are getting the recognition now but i still don't think it's enough if you compare mm-hmm. it to cricket or yeah. if you compare it to other sports it is still not enough but i think it is improving and in time i think olympic sports will become as big as cricket in india and uh, we just hope for that and we i think uh, we will get to see it in 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 coming years for sure as you said in, yeah. in 8 to for 10 sure, years yes, we'll, yeah. you will get the accolades in swimming but i will get to see uh, other things coming up so you're talking about the support and the other facilities while uh, in early days uh, and if if i'm not wrong you've been supported by go sport foundation uh, is one of the yeah. one of the most prominent uh, sports foundation and i i recently had a chat with dipti as well uh on 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 the same sportsy platform uh, we spoke about the whole csr in the foundation research so how do you think uh, go sport has played a role in uh, in your journey how they assisted and what is that people can look up to or the athlete can look up to the go sports i'm not i haven't been associated with go sports since the last what 10 8 10 years mm-hmm. but uh, see i am proud to say that I was the first athlete that Go Sports took on board in 2006 or 2007. So when it was mm-hmm. founded by Hakeem Nandan and Joseph, so back then yeah. it was just Go Sports and not the foundation. Yes, yes. So I was the first athlete followed by Sandeep Sejwal, and because of Go Sports, I really got the support that was necessary back then. You know, I told you how much rent mm-hmm. I was paying and how much yeah uh, I could afford to spend. So because of them, they like the. really made sure that i got the best facilities and the best support i could get back then leading up to the olympics and they are one of the reasons that i performed so well in 2008 i came fourth or fifth at the world junior championships in, in 2008 i won multiple medals at the commonwealth youth games and they were really the ones who uh, who made me believe that i am special mm-hmm. financially they supported me and you know when an outside institution comes into a sport like swimming which has never happened before and yeah. you know they really invest their time and money in you so that's when you start feeling that yeah matlab there is something special in me and i really can do something for the sport yes. and and for swimming so that really made my belief go up and it really made me work harder and it made me want to you know do better and mm-hmm. swim better excellent excellent i think uh, and uh, now i think the, the current number they are almost supporting 140 plus athletes uh, yeah, in in yeah. various sports and uh, yeah we we get to see lot of thing uh, we just had a 10 12 year uh, uh, and 10 year 10 year or 12 year those kind of journeys that they had we just uh, saw yeah, that yeah. and it's it's good it's it's something which is giving back to the game and also making sure something happens so uh, 
Yeah. Okay, so we uh, there are lot there's lot of information about uh, who Veer is on online social media and uh, Wikipedia, you know, everywhere that we know. Yeah, you with the record holder, national record holder, Arjuna Award, and everything. Mm. What is Veer beyond swimming? Uh, see, right now I, I work for the state government. I'm a tahsildar working uh, in in Mumbai. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I love going for movies. I love traveling a lot. And uh, I love playing FIFA on PS4. So oh, wow. these are the three, three, four things that, you know, I love doing. And I also mm-hmm. love going to the gym. I love lifting heavy weights. So, yeah, I think apart from swimming, swimming, these are the only things I do. So I go to office, I watch movies, travel sometimes, go to the gym. And yeah. <laughs> okay, it. so it's a, so it's it's a normal life uh, that uh, uh, anybody has. It's with with all the yeah. fun that you want to have, but with a baggage of being an Olympian. What is your drive? No, it's, it's not it's not a baggage. Uh, I think normal people do pretty much the same things, but the other five six hours they spend on social media or uh, or on TV. I I spend those training and trying to be a better swimmer. So that's the only difference. Excellent. So, what's what's your drive? What's your drive, and what what is the next target that you have in your mind? I see. I want to uh, qualify for the Olympics happening next year in Tokyo. So, unfortunately, mm-hmm. they got postponed, and that's what I was training yes. towards. Uh, so, that's my immediate target to qualify mm-hmm. for the Olympics and participate in Tokyo. But after that, I want to get into coaching and hopefully, uh, you know, help India win a few medals in swimming later on in the next, I hope, twelve to sixteen years. Yes. So I think it's it's very very much possible. I think first first is your target of 2021 qualifying for yeah. uh, next next year. I think that is what we are looking for, and uh, that is what we we need. Uh, as because as as you know, uh, when I ask you about role models, like people still want to follow some icons or role models that they can look up to. It may not it's not about following the whole journey, but at least look up to that. Okay, yeah. if this yeah. guy can do it, if Veer has done this, why can't I? Yeah. At least compete there and go to next step. So I think that is very, yeah, very, very yeah. important. Uh, so you hold so many national records and also the other accolades. Uh, how does it feel to uh, hold the Arjun Award? It's it's one of the prestigious awards when it comes uh, to sports. It it does feel good. Uh, so being among the very few swimmers who have won the Arjuna. Yes, but exactly. uh, yeah, I still hope to uh, like. I would like to win the Kel Ratna sometime. Like it's it's, it's yes. a dream. Like I don't know if it will happen, but I would like for that to happen. If not, then maybe one of my students in the future will will do it for me. So and, I, and you will get a Dronacharya. Yeah. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> so first, first you need a Kel Ratna, and then you get Dronacharya for having an amazing student as well. So I think yeah, that a, would be a good journey. Yeah, that would be a good journey. Yeah. Correct. Uh, so, uh, it's uh, so another another question about the same thing. Uh, it's swimming as a sport that we know as and uh, in the competition you run the finite compound. How much of that has been a physical journey, and how much has been the mental journey for you? It's a fifty-fifty um, because to do the physical aspect, you really need to have the motivation to you know wake up every morning. And uh, go and you know physically, even when your body is tired, that your mi- mind is the one that keeps pushing you, even when your body yeah. is tired and everything is hurting. And we train close to six or seven hours per day throughout the year, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's not possible 
only for the body to do it the mind is the one which drives the body to to you know uh go to the breaking point on, and beyond that so mm-hmm. it definitely is uh, equally mental as it is physical and you know taking care of the body is a huge aspect for for our uh, for our sport and we need to stretch let's say around one one and a half hour every day to make sure our body recovers from our workouts and be ready for the next workout and mentally like i don't really meditate or anything because um, you know i never really had the problem of getting distracted or or getting too much pressure in in case of uh, during a competition so i haven't really tried meditation but uh, yeah i think uh, you really need to have the motivation in place to yeah. to make sure that you know you're pushing your body regularly throughout the year especially when your body is tired and that, because that's when you will become a better swimmer and you can't become a better athlete when you stay in the comfort zone for most of most of the period you need to go beyond that yeah and i think uh, what you said that uh, even though you are not sitting at one place and meditating meditation is all about state of mind yeah. and i think when you are training for those 3 3 yeah. 4 4 hours and you get to the zone it is as good as meditation for you so it's it's just a different yeah, form so. of it yeah, yeah. it's just just the form of it like uh, believe me i can't sit at one place for those two uh, 50 minutes 20 minutes kind of thing and meditate but uh, i love uh, uh, deep sea diving i'm a certified diver so whenever i i go in under the water i think that is the best meditation feeling that i can get even though uh, irrespective of if i sit for 20 30 minutes outside anywhere yeah. i think i i'm still distracted yeah. but inside under the water it is This is a great thing yeah, that you are yeah you are you are in in the moment in the zone yeah yes and only thing you are if you are thinking about is your breathing you are not thinking about anything else so i think that is what the whole meditation so you are already in the state you are just calling it differently i think yeah uh, yeah, yeah so we i am in that state i mean then 4 hours per day yeah so we are all yeah i am always thinking about breathing and my technique and yeah. you can't really you know think about other things when you're swimming and swim fast at the same time you need to think about right. what you're doing right so we uh, what is uh, how much is important the plan b for an athlete and what a role of education that has played in your development or it plays in the athlete development uh first i think plan b is definitely important and i think all parents have a plan b in mind um like i'm i've never really asked my parents what their plan b was for me uh like when i asked them once what their plan b was for me they said it was tennis so if i wouldn't have become a <laughs> level swimmer they would have put me into tennis so that was their plan b so i think they were pretty pretty clear that they wanted me to become a sportsman and yes. uh yeah so I, education is definitely very important when you uh, go for an international competition you are representing your country and it's it's good to have a good educational background and mm-hmm. uh, so you need like i feel you should be able to communicate well and represent our country as well as you can not just in the water but outside the water as well and education plays a very important role in that and uh, so having said that so even if you want to get into a government job through through sports you need to have your education sorted because yes. you need at least a graduation degree to you know get those promotions and get enrolled in any services so whether right. it be railways or services or police force anything it could be so you can definitely make a career through sport but 
you need to have a, at least a graduation certificate in hand as well right so uh, how was it uh, i have uh, one more question it's like for the for the fun of and being an athlete how was it to get your first endorsement uh for me it was unreal because uh, it was i'm not sure if it was pedo and nike but those like both of them were equally special for me so this was mm-hmm. i think sometime just before the olympics i had qualified for the olympics and uh, so i remember when i was a kid we couldn't even afford buying nike yes. shoes and uh, so the cheapest shoes would be converse and then my father used to buy converse for me and say oh these are very very good and i obviously <laughs> didn't know all i knew was nike and adidas so yes. when i got my yeah so when i signed with them uh, in 2007 or 2008 for me it was just i think crazy obviously because think speedo you understand you know they will come for you but nike wanting to uh, get involved into swimming so for me it was very special and mm-hmm. it was just like a a childhood dream come true so it, it yeah. wasn't about anything it, it just was about shoes back then so yeah. i really love shoes and obviously you like i couldn't afford those shoes when i was a kid and you know getting boxes full of shoes a few times every year it was really was special yes because, because otherwise your 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 uh, gear for your training is the smallest possible piece yeah. that you wear in the body yeah yeah so it is, it is. It, it's not like for cricketers footballers there are too many layers that they are wearing yeah. for you you are wearing yeah, the least yeah. possible thing so i think getting the shoes yeah. was a pretty exciting uh, back then for sure it yeah that <laughs> for any kids everyone loves wearing wearing shoes yes, i'm not I, specifically talking about that. nike but it could be adidas or anything and if you are getting like if you are getting paid to wear those like nothing better than that i think exactly exactly and yeah i i i work with so many athletes on the endorsements and other activities i know i know how it feels yeah. and what what it it's it's a different yeah. feeling i i i in fact uh, through one of our uh, csr initiative we work on providing uh, training gears for the athletes who are national level player national level so getting them that uh, uh a one track suit or the pair of shoes that they need for the training i think that itself give, gives us so much satisfaction yeah, the, the, yeah. the smile that they get on their face and saying thank you that thank you means yeah. a lot than anything else so i exactly know and that is why i just asked this question because i knew that feeling yeah. was there inside yeah yeah and if any brand is watching this i don't mind signing because right now i'm not working with anyone <laughs> so i don't mind if you all sign me at all yeah. exactly i i i think uh, we hope that this reaches the right right uh, set of ears and uh, yeah, we we go, we go there so. i hope so yes yes so uh, so we're in the whole journey and uh, being been there than that and yes there are immediate next goal and a long term goal that you have and we wish all the success we wish you all the success for that i wanted to end this uh, today's chat with a message for the aspiring uh, athletes as well as the parents of the athletes about kind of thing that really will inspire them at the same time give them a direction oh uh, see i think the parents need to be very very patient uh, you know think long term don't you know aim for the next competition that your that your child might swim because you know there will be a lot of competitions throughout the years and even if you win 10 medals by the age of 12 or 13 that's not going to really make you a great swimmer a great athlete or a successful swimmer so right. all the success and all the uh, the laurels and all the money comes only after 
the age of let's say 16 or 17 so right. work hard regularly stay patient and don't give up you know i see a lot of parents or a lot of swimmers they might not win a medal or two this month and then they'll just change a coach and maybe go train with somebody else because they've mm-hmm. lost confidence so it does not work like that you know the coach has his plans in place and there's a process that uh, everyone needs to follow and that's what i've always done you know i've always had faith in my coach i've always worked very very hard and whenever the result was supposed to come it has come people always remember 10% of the good races that i've had but to get those 10% of good races i've had yes. 90% bad races where you know i've come second third i've not gotten my best times and those are the races that really make you a better swimmer because you learn Excellent. from them you come back and then you work harder to get and uh, get better and to improve so yeah stay patient work very hard and i mm-hmm. think believe in yourself and believe in the process i think very well put to i think i don't think anything more motivational that people or, or as uh, inspirational that people can listen to the kids can listen to and having ulti- have have a goal as sometime back we spoke yeah. about olympic being the ultimate goal for individual athletes uh, or multiple sports so i think uh, yeah. you been there done that and uh, we wish you all the best for uh, tokyo 2021 for qualifying thank you so and, much and uh, thank you many more many many more uh, things all the all the bucket list that you have with the khel ratna dronacharya having your own academy having been yeah. the coach i think it's uh, wish you all the best for that and uh, keep inspiring uh, the the generation to come because i think you have started something which was not there in india and i think it's it has a, it's a, it has a nice future i think keep keep that thing up and uh, wish uh, i i wish that uh, and hope that we get to work uh, on something that uh, we can take it forward yes yeah, yeah. thank you so much thank you thank you it was wonderful talking thank to you wonderful talking to you thanks yeah